All right. Hey, guys, this is Elliot. What's up, y'all? This is Kyle. We're here for another episode of The Rundown with E&K Podcast. How are you doing, Kyle? What's up, man? How y'all been? Hope everybody's staying healthy, staying sane, (laughs) you know. Yeah. But, you know, we're here today to cover a couple quick things. Uh, Some of the stimulus money, uh, maybe some job ideas for those of you that might be struggling Uh, And then also just going to talk about uh, personal interest for myself is just kind of a more plant-focused diet, not necessarily vegan, not meat-restrictive, not trying to preach, just some statistics and ideas. Um, But before we get into that, we're going to hear about Elliot's love life and his virtual uh, Zoom date. So I'm going to go ahead and start it off. Give me like one or two Um. this new dating dating landscape all right yeah so and before that sorry it's it's been a while guys like we said in the first episode we're accountants this is a busy time for us shit's starting to slow down now but yeah it's just always a, a really rough time for accountants but yeah man um i i'm an extrovert and i just need to be out and about so this whole corona shit has been messing with me so i was just like fuck it let's see what's going on with the uh so you know with app dating or whatever. I've been out the game for four years, guys. I don't like. I'm I'm new to all this shit. I had to relearn it all because all these this apps were totally different when I was in college. But um, yeah, man, nothing really, nothing really special. It's just talking to people, and you want to meet them, you want to grab a drink, but you physically can't. So what do you do? You fucking FaceTime with the drink, and you have a conversation. I mean, I I, th- I had a good time. Um, so I had two. The the first day, I feel like. We clicked more. We had we talked for like three hours. Damn. What now? Do you use FaceTime or you use Zoom? We so I was just like, "Yo, give me your fucking number." Like, it was like, because <laughs> I guess the apps have an option where you can um, FaceTime through the app. Okay. Video chat through the app, but I was like, "Yeah, let's just give me your number." Luckily, she had an iPhone, and she would hit me with some Android shit. Oh, let's Google Hangouts or let's Facebook Messenger. I probably would have just never called. Uh, sorry, I'm not here to judge anybody, but uh, so yeah, like the first one was like three hours, the second one was good too. It didn't last as long. See, the thing with this, these dates are you just kind of get fucking trapped, you know? It's no like, it's not like, oh man, hey, I gotta go, I gotta go to bed or whatever. It's just like you, you you're kind of stuck on this call until the first person's like, okay, well, hey, I gotta go. So that's one weird thing about it, but good conversations. Um, I mean, it's been it's been interesting. It's, Trying to deal with coronavirus, bro. So what's it like, uh, just like not being physically present, though? I mean, you think it's uh... <laughs> it's tough. I can't tell if they're really fat. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, one of them might be fat. The other one not. <laughs> yeah, sorry, right, no. But it's tough because it, you're just not there. You know, yeah. it's just not the same experience. You think it's a better experience? I think it's better than nothing. I mean, yeah, <laughs> that, that's I mean, that, that's pretty much why I'm doing it. Or you just be texting. Yeah. Um, and another app that I would like to recommend is House Party. Um, it's an app that me and my friends have been using. So when you use this app, I think the creators of Snapchat, I think it's along the lines, same owners or whatever. But when you're when you're on this app and say you just like chill on the couch and you're down to talk to somebody, you right. open up the app and then... All your friends, they show, they say like Elliot's in the house. So if they're not, they're chilling, not doing shit, they could just jump into the video chat and just say what's up to you. 
multiple people can actually jump into the chat. I think it, it caps out at like eight. And they have games on the app that you could play with your people. You know, something for like people that like like being out and about like me. Yeah. Um, just something to do. So I recommend that app. A lot of my friends do it. If they see me jump on house party, a lot of people just kind of jump on and say, yo, what's up? It, it could be quick. It could be like 10 seconds or whatever. But yeah, I mean, besides that, just doing things to just kind of keep sanity, you know? Um, you. Yeah, what about you? What you been up to, Kyle? Man, just my, hanging out with my dog, man. A lot. <laughs> a lot of walks. The dog getting all the exercise. All the exercise and all the sleep. Yeah. Uh, just trying to find ways to stay active, stay out and about, get outside, um, not getting cooped up inside. Um, so, yeah, I mean, just kind of, I think a lot of what everybody else is dealing with, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you cooped up. You can only do so much, but you just got to try and find ways to, to, to stay active, socialize. Yeah. Um, and just, you know, kind of figure it out from there. How many push-ups do you do a day? Man, that, that, that's, <laughs> that's C10. So Monday through Friday, uh, I try like every hour do like 10, 20 push-ups, 10, 20 squats. And, you know, just something to keep me moving yeah because you know i got a job where i sit um so besides walking a dog if i can just do that like every hour monday through friday that helps me out so that's good but that yeah that c10 do 10 shit took off there for yeah. a little bit got a little out of hand so i'm glad yeah. that's 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 tailed off i still owe like 80 push-ups <laughs> that i never did and never will do y'all nah. got me fucked up thinking i'm gonna do 80 push-ups <laughs> uh but yeah so i'm still doing doing my home workouts uh my trainer gina shout out gina uh, she got me on some home workout plan, bro. I, I need a gym, man. I I don't I don't like I. It's tough doing these home workouts for me. I don't know if it's because when I'm doing them in my room, I see my bed and I'm just like, damn. I just want to go to sleep, but it, I don't know. It's just hard for me to stay motivated doing them. But I'm trying. She got me doing handstand pushups, uh, all kinds of pushups I never knew existed. Release pushups, like I, I don't know, man. Yeah, you definitely got to get creative. Uh, and, I mean, the other piece of that, though, is the psychology behind the gym, right? If you go to the gym or you go – if you go – you you work out somewhere that's not your house, right? You see mm-hmm. your house or your place that you live. is like, okay, this is where I – well, now it's the place that you work. But generally, right, it's the place that you chill, relax, eat, socialize, visit, sleep. Mm-hmm. And now it's like chill, relax, socialize, eat, sleep watched you know work out do everything in this one location you don't have that separation so it's like your mind i think your mind yeah changes when you're at the gym because yeah. you're like okay i'm not here to exactly watch tv i'm not here oh to God. sleep i don't have a bed to go crash on it's like i got i gotta get here and get my workout in so that is very true because when i'm at home yeah it's just hard to stay focused and to stay at it um but been going on runs too um, and it just surprises me how many people, I live in D.C. and I go run, <clears throat> we have a track community center called Turkey Thicket. And it surprises me how many old people are out there walking around with masks on. And I'm like, yo, I need, I know you need to go out and get your exercise and stuff, but you putting your old ass in risk. Like there's the, the tracks have been packed. They took off the rims to the basketball court to That's prevent wild, basketball. They locked up the tennis courts. Yeah. Um, but so all that's remaining is the track. And for some reason, I guess they don't think that, you know, you could pass germs that way, but go figure. 
Um, I, it just surprised me. There's a lot of old people out there on the track walking. It's like, you better get your old ass inside somewhere. Hey, Fuck man. around and get sick. Those old people, they need exercise too. But that, everybody, everybody you better run in it, place. Go, just... Run in place in your front yard or some shit, man. It's not worth, <laughs> it's not worth your old ass getting sick. So you, if you see your grandma and grandpa putting on their Nikes, like, hey, I'm about to go to the track and go walk. Don't t- tell them to stay inside. Keep all old people inside. Tell Everybody them. that could be at risk. It's not worth it. Yeah. Tell them lace down, not lace up. <laughs> exactly. But, I mean, another thing is, right, I mean, technically, you think about, right, everybody's at risk. It's more lethal, obviously, to the elderly mm-hmm. population. Um, I mean, I think at this point, you know, if you, if you, if you want to go outside and you want to be stupid about it, uh, I mean, that's... It's kind of on you. Yeah. Um, How long? And just quickly before we move on, when do you estimate things will start to go back to normal? I just think it depends on your definition of normal. I don't think we'll be back to like pre-virus life till. I mean, I don't even know. I'm not a scientist, so mm-hmm. I think it. I think it hinges, and it's probably just comes from what I've heard on the news. Like it hinges on obviously. You, when, when do we get a vaccine? If we get a vaccine in two weeks, mm-hmm. then if you can ramp up production, roll it out, we go back to pre-virus normal, you know, in time for like college football. Mm, that'd, we, be a blessing. that'd be a blessing. If we don't get a vaccine till next summer, I mean, shit ain't going to be normal. You're going to get it. It's just not. Like, yeah. It's not. You know, there's going to be like, yeah. I mean, what about you? Um. So I think around May, late, or early May, late May, early June, you'll see the professionals start to go back into the workplace more. Um, but I don't think large events and concerts and bars and clubs, venues such as that, will be open until about the fall. And I believe that's what a lot of um, the experts and people I'm watching on the news have been saying around the fall is when these concerts and stuff will continue to take place. But I, I feel like work is going to start a little bit earlier where we're going to be in the, in probably like the next month, be social distancing at work and et cetera, trying to live like that because, um, yeah, need that money, man. All right. Well, we, let's check this out in a month then. I, I, so I, I would say that I don't think people will be back at work in full in a month. Um, I think that, I think that hourly employees will go back before salaried employees. Um, I think that restaurants, bars, uh, social events on a relatively smaller scale, not like concerts or football, baseball, basketball games, Mm -hmm. uh, I think those will go back before somebody like me goes back to work because my my job or people that have salaries or people that have corporate infrastructure, most of them or a lot of them can institute remote working policies. And, mm-hmm. You know, true. you've already had remote work for two months or a month. You know, why, why force people to come back to the office? If they don't have to. Meanwhile, restaurant workers, they have to be in a restaurant, right? Mm-hmm. You bartender, you have to be at a bar. You can't virtually bar. Yeah. Like what the fuck? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that they'll come back first. Uh, I mean, I think they should. They're also the ones that need it more. Like, their pay depends on how many hours they work, so yeah, that would be where I would I would sit. But you're right. Um, Go ahead and uh, yeah. So like I said, we're going to um, I'm gonna talk a little bit about. So if you've lost your job due to Corona, if you're laid off or furloughed, um, talk a little bit about ways you can get money, 
and additionally talk about the stimulus check. I got my money uh, last week. Um, last, what was it? I think like we yeah, last last the fifteenth. I received my money. If you're wondering why you haven't got your money, if you did not file a twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen tax return where um, you got a refund. The IRS might not have your direct deposit information. I got mine direct deposit and checks will be sent out um, later. You'll probably get it. If you're receiving a check, it's probably going to come back later. But if you filed your 2018 or 2019 tax return, you got your money direct deposited straight into your bank account. You'll most likely be seeing you most likely will already have your money. Um, if not, you probably might be rich. If you make more than ninety nine thousand dollars, then uh, you won't be seeing any money. Uh, hopefully you're still good. You've been saving up. It's a lot of money. Um, and um, also, if you have kids, you should be seeing $500 per kid. Um, so And that 99000 is if you file single. So, right. And that's based on, yeah, adjusted gross income for, for just so everybody knows. Right. So if you're married, less than $150,000. You, um, you will get the uh, $2,400, both of them. So... Those are the two thresholds if you're wondering why you haven't got the money. If you make a lot or if they don't have your banking information, um, you need to go check there. Um, and yeah, so back to the case if you are unemployed. So that, that $1,200 is not going to last long in America. That just sounds like one month's rent in some locations. I know that would cover my rent for a month. But to be real, it's going to be a lot longer that this coronavirus is going to impact the economy. So I was looking into ways to make money but uh, while you're sitting at home so that you can pay your bills, you can feed your kids, get food, and et cetera. So um, one, Uber Eats. Uber Eats, Grubhub, um, they're, they're still delivering. People are still ordering out food. Nobody's eating in anymore. Um, and you can make up to $12 an hour. Also, you can log into multiple apps at one time. So say you do Grubhub, Uber Eats, and then as orders come in, you just keep kind of like driving around. Um, there's a lot of specials out there for people ordering in food because that's the only thing you can really do. But you might be concerned, well, you know, still handling food, still talking to people, like I'm still worried about catching Corona. Well, that's still a, a risk. <laughs> I've been ordering food, I'm not gonna lie. I ordered pho last week, I was just craving it for so long. Um, but all, every delivery person I've seen who's been wearing a mask, who's been wearing gloves, um, and they just hand me my food. I go in, I wash my hands, and I eat my food. It's a risk, but um, if if you need a, a job or something to do and you have extra time and you want to make some money, I would just get in the car and start doing those delivery services. Um, also, some jobs I've been seeing, which has been surprising to me, but there's a lot of uh, online tutoring and uh, teaching English to, to foreigners that you could do online virtually. Um, so there's this company called VipKid. If you're interested in teaching English to foreigners, VipKid will get you started. I'm sure you have to pass some kind of test. You have to speak proper English. I'm not sure, but that might be something to look into as well as online tutoring. There's a bunch of online tutoring services, but you got to be fucking smart. So don't try to online tutor and you don't know your shit. Um, but do you have to have a degree to teach? Um, not to teach online, English? No, do online tutoring or I guess probably not the English. I'm not sure. I doubt it. 
I doubt you need a degree. My friend, he Tutor, teaches, okay. he tutors online. Okay. But I mean, he was, he, he has a degree. Okay. But and teaching or just um, no, generally? no, he has a, like, he's pre-med. Oh, okay. Um, so, I mean, he's a gotcha. smart, he's gotcha. smart shit, but he's been teaching, uh, tutoring online for a while now. Sure. Um, but those are just a few ways that I've saw that, you know, you want to make some money. Um, there's, there's a lot of stuff out there that you can do online. They're probably hard to come by now that everybody's researching them, but I mean, you better jump start looking now because that twelve hundred dollars ain't gonna last but fucking two weeks yeah yeah we... um, and then just to give some context around that the uh 2018 end of the year uh sort of middle rent price and this is 2018 uh was one thousand seventy eight dollars across the nation for a single bedroom mm. um so just to put in perspective what twelve hundred dollars is going to get you without uh rent forgiveness or uh rent suspension um yeah it's it's it might cover might cover your rent for a month mm-hmm. on average across the nation yeah don't forget about the fact that you need to feed yourself etc so <laughs> you need food yeah you know. yeah stock off on some essentials and some food that will last too because uh yeah it looks like we're gonna be going through this shit for a while um yeah all right and then um so the jobs, the, the, um, the, the stimulus check, what else? Did you have anything else for today? No, nah, what surprised me was, one, just about the stimulus, it was a $2 trillion bill. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Where, and, and I don't believe it, it was just printed, you know. It, and I was glad that both parties were able to agree on something, which very rarely happens. Um, but... Yeah, I mean, it just it just surprised me that I, that's a lot of fucking money, man. I don't know what to say. That's that's just a lot of money, um, and it just goes to show, like, man, why when you go around in some of these inner cities and these schools are all fucked up and stuff, and it's just like, man, <laughs> they're easy to pull two trillion dollars out. Goddamn, can you pull just fifty thousand dollars up to fix up some of these damn neighborhoods? But. We won't go too deep in that, but that just fucking surprised me. That's a lot of money. So I say next week, uh, just for anyone, you know, we'll, we'll kind of touch on that a little bit more because, you know, that is a good point I've seen and, and heard, you know, social media, a lot of people complaining that, okay, the government can flush out $2 trillion at the snap of a finger for a pandemic, but can't, you know, scrounge up, you know, $100 billion, um, <laughs> For or, or five billion for um, you know infrastructure in, in inner city schools, uh, inner city neighborhoods, or just kind of overall uh, uh, f- uh, locations that kind of suffer from you know exactly economic um, inequality. And then to touch on that, also uh, we'll kind of get into the the potential impacts of this two trillion dollars and the um, growing debt that the u.s is is developing and and the the world as a whole um because while the trillions of dollars may have been needed to help curve the impact of the coronavirus uh no one obviously right or wrong is thinking about uh What's the long-term impact of mm-hmm. flushing this much cash into the system? That is and, very true. And exacerbating the debt. And uh, there's no such thing as a free lunch. So anyone that thinks 
this $2 trillion and this excessive spending isn't going to come at a cost of either increased taxes or decreased social program funding in the future, uh, you might want to check yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get in touch with reality because it, it's going to happen um, and, and, you know, you you get you get rid of the bipartisanship now, but it it's gonna come back. So, do do you think it's it's even worth it? it do you, if the money itself twelve hundred dollars isn't even that much for a lot of people to benefit is is not that beneficial to a lot of people? Yeah, which I'm sure some people this is like man, this is a lot of fucking money. I need this. Thank you so much, especially if you have kids, five hundred a kid or whatever. But do you think it's worth it to have done it? Yeah. I don't think that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's. I don't think you had an option. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's it's. You know, I think that. Well, I think we did have an option. I think, politics aside. It just should have been handled, more centrally from the start, um, and it wasn't. Plain and simple. I mean, it, you know, it wasn't. It was, and, and it's still in some places played off as a hoax or not real or it doesn't impact anybody or, you know, no one's really at risk or only certain people at risk, you know. There was, there was no central delivery of, of a message, right? Mm-hmm. And so now it's been fractured into 50 different messages from 50 different states. Uh, and so I think that plays into the potential compounded impacts in the future because you know may, you know maybe everyone should have gotten two thousand dollars but maybe mm-hmm. you know if we would have done it sooner or if we would have you know built i don't know funding into the system uh for testing screening or, or whatever maybe we'd be in a better situation so yeah. i don't think there were too many options uh given given the circumstances i think that the options could have been better structured or, or, or more accurately delivered mm-hmm. um, to, to, to help us out because uh, yeah like I said it's you know it's, it's basically 50 different messages um, out there yeah. right now so it's very true but that's just a little bit about the corona I know you guys are probably sick and fucking tired of hearing about that but you know you gotta touch on it um, so you wanna talk to us about yeah, man. In the kitchen, in Kyle's so, kitchen. So, I'm a big food person. Love to cook. Love to eat. Um, and probably six months ago, just started cutting back on eating meat. No real particular reason. I wouldn't call myself a tree hugger <laughs> or some crazy, you know, out of touch, you know, dramatic, over the top. Um, you know, save, save the world. I mean, I do think that you can't avoid the impacts that humans are having. Um, you can't ignore it. I mean, maybe some people can, but anyways, uh, I guess what I'll start with is so, so, so Elliot, um, you know, you know, kind of a weird question. I don't know how many mm-hmm. people would answer this, but like <laughs> why, or, or, or what to answer people, you know, why, why do you eat meat? Um, so I grew up black and we love meat. It's like, nah, <laughs> no, I, I love it, man. I just love meat. Just, uh, chicken, pork, beef. It just tastes good to me. Um, I think growing up, we didn't realize these, the side effects from eating meat. 
as much as we do realize now. Like, I've been watching, rewatching like, Stranger Things, and I've been watching this other show, which takes place in the 90s, and it's just like, damn, we really just didn't give a fuck. <laughs> like, you know, we didn't think about, oh, man, all these burgers, you know, it makes me feel bad, but I'm just going to keep eating them. It's just wild to to kind of think that, but I feel like right now, the people in general know a lot more, um, and it's regular to see it, but I, I just love the taste of meat, man. I love the sauce. It just fucking tastes good, man. Um, what, what what about you? Why do you like meat? So I mean, I I don't think it was ever like or dislike, and 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 that's kind of one of the things I wonder if people really do like meat. Like I do wonder if you actually, like I'm not saying you don't, but I wonder if you actually, if you actually do like meat, or if it's just something you know, you've always eaten meat, like mm. you've never not eaten meat, so you don't know if like you like it that much or if it's just something that you become so accustomed to right mm. don't get me wrong i used to love burgers like five guys mm, God you can't beat a five fuck fuck all five guys burgers you can't beat it um used to eat chicken all the time uh you know recently there were some shortages on, on sort of like me eating like the plants and the plant-based protein i would eat um and so i had to go back to chicken and i ate chicken i was like it's, i mean it ain't what it used to be. Like I'm not, I'm mm-hmm. not craving it anymore. And I think it's one of those things. Like if you, if you don't eat it or you eat less of it, your body just gets used to it, and you don't have like the craving for it. Um, but kind of that being said, I think that there's just some statistics around meat um, that kind of make you know not necessarily okay. Don't eat any more meat. Like if you want to eat meat, like fine, that's on you. Um, I just think that we can be more conscious about the amount of meat we eat uh, and just kind of understanding the impact of it, right? And this isn't one thing, I, you know, I feel like people who, who say this stuff have to focus on is not being accusatory. Like, I'm not accusing anyone of destroying the planet, <laughs> right? There's just, there's, there's just facts, yeah. right? Okay. You know? That's very so, true. I mean... Water is a scarce resource. Um, that's a fact. It does not automatically replenish itself, and it's used at higher volumes over and over and over. And with the population increasing, so does the food supply have to increase. And if people eat meat, the meat supply has to increase. So one thing that I do actually would say I'm like uh, maybe a little crazy about is water scarcity. Um, and the impact that we have on the use of water. And so just some quick uh, stats for, for how much water to use. So vegetables um, on average require 322 liters per kilogram of production. So 2.2 pounds is about, we'll call it 325 liters to produce that much vegetables. Fruit, about 960 liters per kilogram. So right we've got that perspective so chicken to produce a kilogram of chicken is going to cost you 4300 liters of water god damn pork is going to use 6000 liters of water per kilogram goat is going to use 8800 kilogram liters per kilogram and beef everybody's favorite uh summer summer meal mm. uh is going to use roughly 15 and a half thousand liters per kilogram of production um, so it, it's one of those things that in my personal opinion, and again, it's not accusatory, but I, I can't justify 
overconsumption of meat. Like if you got if you have a burger every now and then, all right, cool. You know, um, if you eat chicken every now and then, that's cool too. Um, but I just think that like having it with every meal is potentially you know where you can people can start um, kind of adjusting their diet and have a positive impact um, on the environment. And, and I guess the other piece of that is, do you think vegetables don't taste good? Um, no, they, they definitely taste good to me. Um, I just for breakfast, I have fruit, I have banana and pear. Um, like I'm, I always try to mix vegetables in with my diet. Um, they taste good to me. Not as good as meat though, (laughs) but, but you know, I I do like my vegetables growing up. I didn't, but yeah. But when you say you like meat, Mm -hmm. right? You don't like, like, let's put it this way. If I took a piece of chicken. Yeah. And just do it on a do it on. My the mouth grill. is already watering. Right, right. Okay. <laughs> now let's say I don't do anything to the chicken. Yeah. No seasonings. Uh, no sauce. Yeah. And you give you cooked chicken breast. You gonna like it? Uh, you just do it on the grill. No, I'm not doing anything to it. Not I flavorings. Mean, not seasonings. Damn. Just bland chicken breast. That's fucked up. <laughs> I mean, I'll probably still eat it. But are you gonna like it? I, not are as you much. Are you gonna? Are you gonna much, like? Oh, go ahead. Not as much as if. You know, you, you season it with some sauce. I mean, could I go on eating just that? No. I, I would have to do something else. Are you going to like a rack of baby back ribs with no sauce? No. No. Are you going to like a steak with no seasonings? Probably. <laughs> okay. All right. So I got him. I got him with the steak. And yeah. I mean, my only point there, right, is people, you know, will say, I like meat. I like, you know, people in my opinion, don't like, you don't like meat, right? And and even you don't, oh, you don't even don't like know. vegetables, maybe. Huh? It's the taste, right? Okay. If I don't do anything to your meat, you're not going to like it. If I don't do anything to most vegetables, probably, it's just going to be bland. So... I think that if people can look at it and understand that it's more about how you flavor what you eat, then people can start to shift and, and shift away from saying, okay, I need to have chicken. I need to have ribs. I'm like, don't get me wrong. Ribs, ribs good. Barbecue ribs. You slather some barbecue sauce, but you know, you like barbecue sauce. Mm-hmm. You don't like ribs. The ribs so, are nice to have with, mm. you, you like the barbecue sauce. You chicken, you like the barbecue sauce or you like the lemon pepper seasoning shit. Or you like the fact that they're fried in oil, right? Mm-hmm. I could fry I could fry some broccoli. You're going to like that motherfucker. I mean, <laughs> it's fried. Yeah. So you're saying that it's more of like what you could do to make chicken good, you could do to vegetables. A hundred percent. And I, I, I think that, and again, I'm not, cutting meat out of your diet entirely is not for everybody. Um you know, there, there are health benefits. Um, you know, people can debate that up and up and down the aisle. Don't you know? My 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 big thing is, you can reduce your meat consumption. You can still have it in your diet. You can eat more plants, and you can have just as much taste and flavor and fullness and nutritional value with less of an impact. That's all. Yeah. yeah you know. Yeah. That that's it's, definitely true. But meat does taste different. So some sauce that I use, like ketchup. Ketchup to me goes good on hot dogs, but I don't use it for chicken. Because it it does taste different. But I I do get kind of like along the lines of what you're saying. 
Um, and just want to add to that, that you can even look up animals, animals that eat animals that are vegetarians. They live longer. Like say you have a dog, right? A dog's been eating meat his whole life. It's going to die in like 17 years. You go look at an elephant, gorillas, hippos, big fucking animals. All they do is eat meat. They live up to 40, 50 years. It's crazy. I looked it up. I was trying to find um, an animal that just ate vegetables that had like a lifespan like a dog. But if you look at these big animals and a lot of them are living a long time. It's because they're eating vegetables and fish. Um, surprising to me. Yeah, I mean, one of the things that I, I found in in multiple articles, or, or even you know some of the some of the again, these are I've watched plant based documentaries, so I understand they will lean towards the favoritism of of plants. Fine, got it. Mm-hmm. But one comical point, but a good point is, you know, some people think, oh, like you can't be, you know, you can't be fit, you can't be strong on plants. And I'm sure some of this has to do with genetics. I'm not claiming to be a, you know, animal scientist. But you look at a fucking gorilla. <laughs> it's not a fucking gorilla. We're just a monkey. A monkey. Just a random, like, so, a, a yeah, random monkey. monkey. Right? Rip Jane Austen's face off. Right? That monkey, <laughs> right? That, that monkey isn't eating meat. Yeah. That monkey's eating plants. Yeah. Gorilla is eating plants. That gorilla will fuck your day up. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, and the shit you eat, like, so you eat a cow, you eat, uh, sorry, so you're eating a steak, right? Mm-hmm. Or maybe, uh, some crazy country, you eat like an ox, maybe like an oxtail or, or you eat goat, right? Those animals eat plants. So it, it's, I, I think it's just a mi- I think there's some misconception, um, And then kind of as an additional point as far as like waste goes, right? Another resource that is limited is land. Land is obviously not unlimited. Now, you have to grow the crop to feed the animals on one piece of land, and then you have to grow the animals on another piece of land. If you grow the vegetables, the vegetables just go from the piece of land to the consumer. Now, granted, there's, you know, supply chain, production involved. But what we're talking about basically what I'm saying is you're using two sets of land to produce one piece of food for consumption, whereas the vegetables, you use one piece of land for that piece of consumption. Um, so just, you know, just, again, just knowledge, I think, is what is what it comes down to. And it's not that you have to, you know, say, oh, okay, no more meat for me for the rest of my life. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's, you know, not for everybody. Yeah. But, uh, you know, if you can eat less meat or maybe one day a week, you don't eat meat or maybe you say that like my breakfast won't have meat in them or like every other day my lunch won't you know it's just I think the small things that can help uh sustain the planet and the environment and you know it's it's you know just small changes that can that can make a big difference if, if a lot of people do it um, yeah that's crazy I never I never even thought of it like that but that's a good point like if shit really started hitting the fan and it's overpopulation we're going to have to rely on uh vegetables like plants uh to survive so that is crazy and if you also look at our teeth too if you look at like animals that eat only meat they have teeth prepared for only meat but like teeth like ours are similar to animals that just eat vegetables so 
fuck it. What if God made us? He was just like, what the hell are y'all doing eating meat? I was not even for y'all. Like, you, you know what I'm saying? It really could very well be like that. But yeah, that, that's just been my thing. Is like, yeah, I know that like being vegan or vegetarian or just eating more naturally made foods rather than processed meat, mm-hmm. which a you know girl grew up on is better. But it's tough, you know? So you suggest kind of like taking steps so that like, you know, try like two days of meat a week or three you know or yeah. whatever is best for you and experimenting um because it's tough man like damn i'm just thinking about all the food he was talking about my mouth is like literally watering right now yeah i mean my thing <laughs> like I, I didn't it was, shit wasn't overnight like i said i mean i just so six months ago i just decided for dinner i was gonna have a dinner that didn't have any meat in it it had fish it had a fat ass ahi tuna steak mm-hmm. but it didn't have any meat so then days went on. I just gradually was like, okay, like, I don't, what if I replace this? What if I replace that? Um, and then, like, how can I be creative with what I make with, you know, butternut squash, sweet potato, Brussels sprouts, broccoli, parsnips, carrots, uh, you know, the list, go, the list goes on, you know? It, so I just think that there's a lot of options out there. Just, you got to be creative. You got to think about it. Um, and... You know, it's one of those things. I think that, you know, it's, you know, small steps. You know, maybe for a whole year, you just decide that, you know, every every uh, two days, two two lunches, two lunches for the whole year just aren't going to have me. Right. And you don't, you don't say that to yourself, right? Because that's a huge, that's, like, I think the human mind, you're like, oh, shit, like, oh, a whole year, right? Mm-hmm. You just say, all right, tomorrow, not going to have meat for dinner. All right, cool. Tomorrow you didn't have meat for dinner. Next day. I'm going to have meat. Day after that, I'm not going to have meat for breakfast. <laughs> and you just kind of go from there. I think is is, and eventually it's it's you know you potentially build a habit and you know kind of change up uh, what you're doing. And and also by doing this, it's one way to say go fuck yourself to the large uh, meat industry. So <laughs> if anybody feels like telling the government to fuck off, uh, yeah. that's one way to 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 do it. Um, because a ton of subsidy dollars go to uh, meat production for the U.S. Um, and I think, you know, farmers complain about, oh, how would I, you know, I wouldn't have a livelihood. No, you could have a livelihood. You just have to adapt, right? You just have to change. And maybe the subsidies you get from meat are now shifted to subsidies that you get to transition from meat. Yeah. And so fish is not meat, right? Right. It's it's technically not meat, right? What? Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, it's uh, not. yeah, right. And so, because I have a friend, we both have a friend. Uh, he plays basketball, which he said he switched his diet during the season yeah. to so pescatarian. Yeah. Um, and he said he saw results in like a week. But I don't really know a lot about fish. The only fish I remember. Growing up was eating like fried catfish and mystery <laughs> fish, you know what I'm saying? But like, do you do you, so? You do eat fish kind of regularly. So I don't eat at this point. I don't. Let's put it this way: at this point, I no longer buy animal. No, not animal. I no longer buy meat or fish and keep it in my refrigerator or freezer anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I haven't gone out <laughs> in like <laughs> six weeks. Uh-huh. So if I go out, I don't know if I'd order like chicken or something at. A restaurant. Um, it's definitely hard to go to a restaurant and get a legitimate like vegetarian or vegan meal. Um, 
so maybe I'd order like some fish tacos or or like a, a like a Nashville chicken sandwich, right? Because every now and then it just tastes good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I so I don't eat chicken. I don't eat meat or fish mm-hmm. at this point. Um, Would you say this diet is more expensive than if you were to eat like a regularly meat or like changing your diet up, like from what you normally ate to this? Like, cause I feel like when I do buy vegetables and stuff. Um, it's good, but sometimes it's pricey and you got to eat it or it's going to go bad too. Yeah. Um, so timely too. This is kind of what lends into, you know, I, I hate, I hate hearing this and I hate saying it cause it sounds very conspiracy oriented. <laughs> right. And, and then everybody writes you off as like, Oh, it's very easy to write somebody off as like a conspiracy nut job. Cause then it makes you feel better about yourself because you're like, oh, I'm not a conspiracy nut job. It's them, not me, right? Yeah. And this goes back to our first episode, like just introspection. Do you, you know, look at yourself and kind of evaluate yourself and your questions and shape your reality not to fit your happiness, but shape your reality to fit your reality itself, right? Mm -hmm. So dollar for dollar, yes, it is more expensive if you are going to eat more plant-based foods um and again that's because it's more expensive to produce plant-based foods because all the subs most of this not all of a large portion of subsidy dollars go to make meat cheap um plain and simple uh, you know that's what it is so so yes it, it is um the counterpoint i would say to that is it just kind of depends right if you make the focus of your meal maybe like beans or quinoa or rice Right, those are cheap. Those are cheaper than meat, mm-hmm. right? And you can still get protein and, and, and whatnot from it. Then maybe you accent it with vegetables. Mm, that's what I'm talking about. And so then you got a way to deal with the price piece of it. But yeah, uh, I'm not gonna lie and say that it's cheaper. It's not. Yeah, and that's uh, true. And it's a, more of like an investment on your fucking life. There's yeah. That. So, like, so the other piece of it, right, is. It's more expensive dollar for dollar for me right now every time I go to the grocery store. What I don't know, and you know, you would have to have a massive, I think, research paper or project done, and it, should, it would have to be something not funded by, you know, not funded by Democrats, not funded by Republicans, not funded by the meat industry, not funded by vet- vegans, right? Somehow, some sort of like anonymous funding and anonymous scientists but somehow like we know they're you know difficult but to say okay it costs me twenty dollars more every week to go to the grocery store and eat a plant-based diet but what do i save in healthcare costs mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. O- over my life yeah. type of thing um and you know, without those kind of quantifiable measurements, it's all I, all people look at is like, well, what does it cost now? What does it cost now? Um, so, you know, it'll, it'll be interesting. You know, obviously a lot of people, plenty of people eat meat, um, live long lives. They're happy. They're fine. They're healthy. You know, I'm, I, I, I'm not going to sit here and say that eating meat causes cancer. I'm not going to say eating meat causes heart disease. Uh, eating meat increases the risk. It does not cause, it increases the risk. So if you're okay with that increased risk, that's on you. If you're, you know, and and again, not trying to point fingers, but at the end of the day, 
if I eat meat, I'm okay with the impact it has on the environment and the impact it has on my health. And like, again, this, this isn't a pointing fingers. This just goes back to looking at yourself individually and accepting like, okay, I'm okay with that. And if you're okay with that, that's okay. Like that, that's on mm-hmm. you, but don't, don't shift the blame or like shift it to be like, oh, this person's a crazy vegan. Like mm-hmm. just accept like, okay, I'm okay with increasing my risk. Like, you know, that kind of thing. That's, I think that's just my, my kind of view on it. But yeah. and one more question. I've got one more question for you on this topic. So like, say you're bulking and you know, normally chicken breasts, chicken breasts, like how many grams of proteins, it's a lot. So if you cut out meat as a source for protein, what are some veggies you recommend that can replace that? Or are you kind of just really reading the nutrition facts on all the vegetables and adding it up that way? Um, like how, how do you make up that protein from um, meat? Yeah. So, I mean, I would say what's going to be really interesting, um, what I'm actually really interested to do is whenever this... Uh, shit is over and I can get back into the gym and, and really like lift weights and work out. It's going to be interesting to see um, the impact that it's going to have on my body composition. So my goal is, and I might ask Elliot and I might ask uh, one of our other friends to do this. I might just ask maybe, you know, some, some of the people I know to do this is they go do a body composition with me, right? We all get a body composition done. And then for, we, we go about our regular diets, you know, mine being more plant-based, theirs being, you know, whatever they, they choose. Uh, for a month or two months, we go back and check and just seeing what the difference is. Because um, there's plenty of vegan, and again, there's plenty of, of non-vegan, and there's plenty of vegetarian, non-vegetarian, right? UFC fighters, bodybuilders, right? You can do it with and without the chicken, Um so like I make my own seitan, which is basically fake meat, and it has high protein per per mm-hmm. serving. It has carbs and fats. Um, you know Brussels sprouts, uh, cauliflower is dense with protein. Beans have protein. Broccoli has protein. Um, so there's there's plenty of other options um, for protein because that was something I struggled with. I was like, man, where do people get their protein? And then the other piece is understanding how much protein you actually need um and how you know how much protein your diet actually requires relative to like oh i need all this protein but like do you really need it so mm-hmm. um that's it'll be interesting to see kind of where, the, where that lands uh i'm down i'm down to see how much more fatter i am than <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a nice nice way so, of saying so, so, see how fat elliot is after <laughs> no, I think, and it'll be interesting right is if i can get them to to agree to this uh, you know, maybe turn it into like a, a four month, maybe, maybe, okay, maybe like a two month, two or three month project basically where we'll go in, right, get the composition done, do a month, get the composition done, then change for just one month, right, where they'll go uh, plant, plant-based. I won't even ask them to fully eliminate meat and fish we'll just we'll just see if they move it to plant more plant-based and then go another month and kind of get the results so i think that'd be um interesting to do but you know yeah, we'll, 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 for that. we'll check that in you know yeah. <laughs> a couple months when uh the coronavirus passes over 
Damn, I'm not gonna lie. All this talk has got me. Motherfucker's hungry now. I'm hungry. I'm. I, I, I went grocery shopping. I'm about to. I'm sorry, man. I'm about to cook some of my boneless, skinless chicken thighs. Hey, man. And go put ahead. some garlic on that bitch. Season that bitch. Some, there you go. I, I bought Chick Fil A sauce from Amazon a while ago. Oh my gosh, it hey, goes good on everything. Look, you can't do chicken. <laughs> hey, look, Chick Fil A. If that sauce should get like. Uh, an award or something. Yeah, which was like, made in Spotsylvania, Virginia. Shout oh, shit, okay. Yeah. All right, man. I mean, because the chicken sandwich is dope, mm-hmm. but that sauce. Yeah. And the shitty thing is, ain't nothing but like honey, I think it's just like honey mustard yeah. and like mayo, mayo probably. But maybe all, a dab of ketchup. All in like the right oh, succulent, sweet combination. It just, and if anyone, anyone ever had yum yum sauce, uh, like when you go oh, get yeah. sushi, some they sell that shit too. Oh, who does? Uh, you can get it. I uh, can get oh, it online. Like giant. Oh, oh, I thought you were talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah. The yum no, yum, yum, yum sauce. Know. Yum yum know, sauce man. is banging. Yeah, it is. This shit man. unhealthy as a motherfucker, oh, but yeah. it's delicious. Yeah. It's basically just heapings of Thousand Island dressing with mm-hmm. like mayo and sriracha. I think. Yeah, that shit is phenomenal. But all right, man. So next week, yeah. uh. We might touch a little more on some finance topics about, you know, the debt. Um, maybe kind of just go through concept of debt, concept of credit. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe a little more educational for y'all want to tune in. Yeah, man. Um, but yeah, we'll be back. And I'm, I'm also be looking into just more positive facts we can get out of Corona. Like, who the fuck is surviving, you know? Like, we always just hear about dying. But yeah, thanks, guys, for tuning in to the Rundown with E&K. Catch you guys next time. Peace.